Hello and welcome to the Total Entertainment Podcast with me, Paul Collis, and today we're going to be taking a look at Simple Minds. So, it's a yeah, mid, it's a medium-sized show, and when I say medium-sized, it's six trucks and three tour buses, and it's a fully seated show as well, so no one can come up to the front of the stage. So, that's it. <laughs> You've got to stay in your seats unless you go into the bar. Okay. So let's have a look at the stage. It's a pretty interesting uh, layout of the stage, I have to say. They've got LED screens everywhere. So stage left and stage right, you have two big screens, which are not fully square. They've deliberately done it that way. So it's deliberately missing a few sections uh, from the middle going outwards. And it's like a giant P example on stage left and the reverse and the opposite of that on stage right you also got a screen that is at the back of the stage but isn't that big it's uh, seven foot high from the back of the stage and you also have on LX two three and four different sections of this screen which are little squares and little rectangles all staggered so it adds even more depth and it will look pretty good once they've actually got an image on there currently they've got the test image which is basically every color just scrolling through each section of the screen and i'm looking forward to seeing the visuals on that i really am sound wise you have a line array either side of the stage and they're too wide and and 10 deep you've also got either side of the stage four flown subs and then you also have a smaller line array a little bit back pointing 45 degrees out to give the surround sound effect at the front of the stage you also have a further four bass bins as well as having some individual front fills pointing directly out on top of each of the bass bins. They also have a smart, a slight thrust stage. And if you don't know what a thrust stage is, it's basically a little bit of stage that comes out. It could be a deep thrust, which is a big one, or a shallow thrust, which is relatively small. And this happens to be a very, very shallow thrust. It's a eight foot by four foot and it doesn't come out eight foot but it comes out four foot so it's eight foot so it's eight foot wide rather than being four foot wide but it works and i assume that there's a reason for that it's obviously an artistic one and it'll be good to see once it's all up and running Lighting wise they've got a basic lighting rig because most of the uh, rig is aimed at the visuals from the screens. You've got a load of uh, moving lights on all the flowing trusses, give enough coverage of the stage. They may add in some floor units which I'm sure they will do, in fact they are forking some uh, flight cases onto the stage now which I could only assume would be the uh, floor units. Although what flavour they are, I do not know currently. The band is set up onto sections of risers across mid-stage, with the drums being bang in the middle and on the highest riser. And then at stage right you've got the keyboards and synths, and stage left you have a clear platform with some guitar stands, so obviously that is 
where they're going to start off the electric guitar and even the bass guitar and with a bit of luck you see a bit of guitar movement going up and down the stage along with the uh, lead singer we'll find out soon enough we'll be back after this so not only does Master X Media have a series of podcasts but we also have a series of books the first book is actually two books it's volume one and volume two of a tribute to working at sea the best fiction is based on truth this is a compilation of short stories rants and poems loosely based on the author's experience at working on a cruise ship some of these stories are based on actual events but highly exaggerated whilst other stories are pure fiction the title of the book a tribute to is fitting with the tone of the book because like a tribute act it is a blatant altered reality where you can enjoy it knowing it's not quite the truth there are things of alcoholism which used to be highly prevalent within workers in the cruise industry as well as stories with a sexual nature so sit down relax and enjoy the ride of a tribute to working at sea volumes one and two all of these books are available on amazon and are available in paperback and on kindle and the links for all these books are in the description below And we're back. So Simple Minds are a Scottish rock band formed in Glasgow in 1977. They've released a string of, sing of hit singles becoming best known internationally for Don't You Forget About Me, Don't You Forget About Me in 1985. Sorry if I can't sing, <laughs> I just couldn't resist. Which topped the Billboard Hot 100 in the United States. Other commercially successful singles include Glittering Prize in 1982, Someone Somewhere in Summertime in 1982, Waterfront in 1983, and Alive and Kicking in 1985, as well as the UK number one single Belfast Child in 1989. So they've been listed under the following genres post punk, arts rock, new wave, arena rock, and, sim and synth pop. And they've been with various record labels, and they are Virgin, Zoom, Arista, Sire, Chrysalis, Eagle, A&M, BMG Riots Management and the associated acts are Propaganda, Endgames and X-Simple Minds. So current members is Jim Kerr, Charlie Birchill, Ged Grimes, Sarah Brown, Gordy Goldie, Chelsea O.C. and Benice Scott and past members are Brian McGee Tanya McDonald, John Malarkey, Alan McNeil, Duncan Barnwell, Mick McNeil, Derek Forbes, Kenny Heslop, Mike Ogletree, Mel Gaynor, John Gibbon, Eddie Duffy, Andy Giuseppe, Robbie Miller, Catherine A.D., Malcolm Foster and Andy Duncan. Simple Minds have achieved five UK albums chart number one and those are Sparkle in the Rain in 1984, Once Upon a Time in 1985, Live in the City of Light in 1987, Street Fighting Years in 1989, and Glittering Prize 81 to 81 and 92. 
They have sold more than 60 million albums and were the most commercially successful Scottish band in the 1980s. Simple Minds have also achieved considerable chart success in the United States, Australia, Germany, Spain, Italy and New Zealand. Despite various personnel changes, they continue to record and tour. In 2014, Simple Minds were awarded the Q Inspiration Awards for their contribution to the music industry and an Ivan Novello Award in 2016 for Outstanding Song Collection from the British Academy of Songwriters, Composers and Authors. Other notable recognitions include nominations for, for both the MTV Music Video Awards for Best Direction and MTV Mu uh, Video Music Award for Best Art Direction for Don't You Forget About Me in 1985. Nomination for the Brit Award for Best British Group in 1986 and the American Music Award for Favourite Rock Pop Rock Band in 1987. Belfast Child was nominated for the Song of the Year at the 1990s Brit Awards. The nucleus of Simple Minds consists of two remaining original members, Jim Kerr on vocals and Charlie Birchill on electric and acoustic guitars, occasional keyboards after 1990, saxophone and violin. So let's have a look at their discography. So you have Life in a Day in 1979, Real to Real Cacophony in 1979, Empires and Dance 1980, Sons and Fascinations, Sister Feelings Call 1981, New Gold Dream in 1982, Sparkle in the Rain in 1984, Once Upon a Time in 1985, Street Fighting Years 1989, Real Life in 1991, Good News from the Next World in 1995, Neapolis in 1998, Our Secrets Are the Same in 1999, Re released in 2004, Neon Lights in 2001, Cry in 2002, Black and White 2005, Graffiti Soul in 2009, Big Music 2014, Acoustic in 2016, and Walk Between Worlds in 2018. So that is pretty, pretty good. Nice going from a uh, British band. We'll be back after this. A tribute to men that hate their jobs is a brutal but witty portrayal of working a job you hate. In this podcast there are themes explored in which happy workers simply wouldn't understand unless they listen to these cautionary tales from a man that lost his ideal job because of the global pandemic. Be warned that this podcast contains strong offensive language that some listeners may not want to hear. In addition, this podcast is definitely not recommended for younger audiences. The links for this is in the description below. And we're back. So, Suspicious Minds. It came as a bit of a surprise to me that there was actually no support on this. Last I heard, it was going to be Deacon Blue, but Deacon Blue are not here. I don't know if this changed during the rescheduling, after the rescheduling, after the rescheduling. But Simple Minds uh, did a two-act show, so no support. Which is really good, which is quite good actually, because it's not often done these days. But then again, Simple Minds have got enough material to carry a very long show. So visually, it looked really impressive actually. 
with uh, the combination of with all the uh, small video screens to the large video screens all working in tandem with the bright LED punchy uh, washers it just was a visual experience to say the least you had a lot of integrated visuals which merged into live into live camera feeds and it all looked pretty impressive such a delight on the eyes I have to say audio wise yeah I wasn't a fan of the sound mix and I know what everyone's thinking here but you weren't mixing the sound no I wasn't mixing the sound everyone has their own take on things we had one noise complaint but it wasn't actually that loud a show it was at the bottom end of normal noise wise but it was very high endy it was very hard on the ears I have to say because of the top end it was all wow because of the top end of the mix it was just really harsh some in some places hence why you got a noise complaint because the guy actually thought it was louder than it was just because of the top end and not so much bottom end but noise is subjective and is also deceptive if you don't know how it's been set up to be honest it wasn't a 22 carat sound mix there wasn't as much clarity as it could have been because of the uh, the way how it was mixed more top end than uh, general which was a shame because with Simple Minds stunning performance I mean it was a brilliant performance where everyone was animated the whole band were really into it the audience were loving it so I don't know it's it was hot it's hard to say this um, when it's hard to say about a sound mix like this because it wasn't pleasing to my ears but then people weren't here for the uh, mix apart from the one person who uh, complained about it uh, people were there to see their favorite band which was Simple Minds and it went down a treat everyone that was there loved it apart from that one guy who uh, walked out and made a massive complaint about the sound which can't be helped because you can't please everyone and what else can you do what else can you do but the band wow they were showing they loved it they loved being on stage and everyone loved what they were doing and lots of crowd interactions when he directly addressed the crowd they're all cheering and screaming if you're a Simple Minds fan, you really would have loved this uh, show. You really would have. Well, did I like the show? Not particularly. They weren't my kind of band, but it was visually stunning, to say the least. I did enjoy. I did enjoy the visuals, but then again, I'm more of a lighting engineer than I am sound engineer. So that's how it goes thank you for listening to today's podcast if you've enjoyed today's podcast please hit like subscribe and share and if you haven't already done so why not check out some of our other material on our website that is www.masterxmedia.info and we'll catch you next time bye for now